0: crazy world we live in when people use the word geek it can create certain impressions in reality geek culture has never been more mainstream let's learn about the real people behind the stereotype i'm your super dummy paul this is geek
1: Spider Down and the Secret Boars podcast. Uh, I'm here to talk all things geeky, uh, as I am prone to do on my own show. Uh, my show is mostly about cult films and comics and underrated media that we like to celebrate. And uh, you can find me on Twitter, you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on Facebook and the podcast, Spider Down and the Secret Boars is available everywhere on all good podcatchers. So if you're into something weird and wacky and looking for something you've never heard of before that you may well love, uh, come and check the show out. Um, And I'm supported by lots of lovely guests and uh, they help me with producing the show and keeping it at a top, top level while just feeding me full of great information. And we have a good laugh as well. Uh, but yeah generally I am just a nerd and a geek who loves this sort of stuff and I want to share my love and that's basically what the show's all about
0: yeah I have to say I don't get as much time these days as I used to to watch um, films so I feel like I'm living my life vicariously through you as you describe all the weird films that you watch <laughs>
1: and sometimes you don't you don't want to watch them either like nobody wants to watch some of the ones uh, I, I certainly wouldn't recommend some of the ones uh, that I have seen, especially the two ewok movies. I would not recommend anyone seeing those films, but they are available on Disney plus if you want to if you know if you're a, if you're a masochist you know they, there you go that's uh, some punishment for you. I I love getting my friend Angry Andy of Angry Andy reviews furious absolutely furious cuz um I mean it was it was my own Angry Andy reviews episode which I enjoyed um but I would not I would not recommend the suffering to to anybody um <laughs> if you're, especially especially if you're a Star Wars fan outside of my geek life I would say uh, I'm relatively Kind of an open and outgoing person i think i like to take chances and take experiences you know uh within reason uh, i'm not swimming with sharks or anything or you know skydiving but i i like to uh open myself up and and take risks you know be it emotionally or you know uh personally um even potentially you know uh financially and and work-wise career-wise um i've i've you know dropped jobs at the drop of a hat for different opportunities and different um moments and given the career that i did have i did i was um i trained to be a professional actor and was a professional actor for 10 years um so i experienced that lifestyle and all the 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 good and ill as part of it and you know that has i have I'm, i'm again i'm quite an outgoing quite some might describe me as maybe over the top or maybe maybe even a little camp sometimes um depend depending on the mood um but then on the other on the other the kind of flip side of that is a lot of people can be put off by somebody that's a bit like that a bit too much um so i think i think geekdom is my way of kind of interacting with people and kind of finding common ground a lot of the time so whether it be a movie you've seen whether it be you know a comic you've read or oh my god you're into comics really amazing let's talk about them um but generally i'm i'm quite you know i'm I like to think I'm quite a kind, caring person. Um, I find that, uh, much like my my fan, well, my fan, my much like my my, uh, my hero man I, I think I'm very much motivated a lot of the time by um, guilt, <laughs> responsibility. <laughs> um, uh, so I, I I can I can genuinely feel awful about like a small little if i wrong wronged someone in a small way, I can find that I feel awful about it and very guilty. You know, I don't want to upset anybody if I can avoid it. Um, I don't want to make anybody feel bad if I can avoid it. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's not something I, I go out to do. I know, unfortunately, there are situations where those things are avo- unavoidable. Um and you know you've got to look after yourself. You've got to look after your emotional health, your mental health, uh, your physical health when you can. Uh, today I just went for a run, which I've not done in probably over ten years, maybe more. Um, and I didn't die, which was which was nice. It was surprising um, considering considering I'm an asthmatic. Um, so so that was uh, that was interesting. I was like, oh my god, I didn't have an asthma attack. However, my back is absolutely ruined now. I know. Now I know. I'm like, 30 plus years of age. I'm like, oh right, I'm old now. This is this is how old. I was like, I'll never have a bad back. I don't know what you're talking about. I felt horrific. I was like, I can't even run five seconds. I need a rest. You know. Um, but luckily, the weather has been amazing, considering I live in Manchester and it currently rains constantly almost. So. Uh, i'm still hot now i've got i've cracked the window open it is still very very warm um but getting back see i do this on my own show i go off on these weird tangents just go just go off off the rails um but yeah um i, I think i think there's been you know my life has been tumultuous and uh, i've traveled a lot I've, I've seen quite a bit of the world i've i've been to thailand i've been to you know a lot of europe um i've been to america I mean, I mean a lot of the touristy places not the kind of off the beaten track sort of stuff i've not been i've not been like a backpacker or i didn't really have a year out um i um i, can't, I kind of i didn't really have a chance to have a year out to be honest um i uh, Personally, I suffer from uh, a few learning difficulties, which can affect me in various different ways. Uh, I suffer from dyslexia and dyspraxia, which is kind of like a a brain rewiring kind of problem. So uh, the best way I can kind of describe it is if your brain, you look at a map and your brain goes, right, I need to get to point A to point B. and I need to do it in the quickest and most straightforward way possible." So you're like, yes, left, right, left, oh, and we're at the destination. My brain goes, right, 2,000 miles one way, then take a left, then 4,000 miles the other way, then take a right, a right, another right, a right. Left, 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 and somehow, somehow, we eventually wind up at the destination. Uh, to to all involved, it is quite surprising, myself included. Um, so yeah, certain certain tasks and things I can find uh, difficult, uh, like manual things. Uh, I've got a short, slight short term memory problem as well, which is part of that. Um, again, I'm not I'm not whinging about it. I'm not like, oh woe is me, because you know everyone's got their medical problems or you know whatever it may be but um it does it's something that i have had to come to terms with you know i wish there was some medication i could take to to sort it out um but there just isn't there's nothing to my brain is my brain uh, love it or loathe it, it is there and i just kind of i, I deal with it and i have days where i find even doing the washing up i can't do it like i just i'm the water's going everywhere i'm smashing things i'm cutting myself and i'm like i just wanted to wash a bowl what is going on um and again it's 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 comes and goes i think stress affects it as well like if i'm stressed out i'll get worse i'll get clumsier my spatial awareness will be poor um but again it's part of who i am and i kind of have to kind of accept that and and take that as as it is um and you know i wouldn't be me without it i i kind of think like i wouldn't have this the way i look at the world wouldn't be the same um also it kind of affects me in a social situation like i can be socially i can be awkward at times i've i've gotten better over the years um but like when i was when i was younger you know insecure not sure of myself not sure what i was doing you know trying to look cool and all that sort of stuff um you know that can be that can be difficult and challenging and even you know and especially in an acting career when you're told to stand here do that make sure you're you're dancing correctly and doing all this other stuff um it can be it can be a challenge you know because i'll see other people going it's just this it's it's just just do this and i'm going i'm telling my brain to do that but it's not doing it like my body cannot do it just my brain and body don't communicate very well i think is a another way to kind of explain it so so my brain is like just fucking pick up that cup you know but then i'll be like oh smashed it dropped it you know it's 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 just as simple as that sometimes and you're just like oh god if only i wasn't like this but i am so you've got to kind of you have your good days you have your bad days but again that's with anybody who has any kind of condition or disorder or whatever you want to call it um is what it is but yeah and and i've it's, yeah, it's it's one of those things that I've come to kind of accept. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a weird, quirky guy. Um, people have described me as eccentric um, as well. And, you know, sometimes that's a good label, but oftentimes it can be a negative label and it can, it can put people off. It can put people off wanting to get to know you or thinking that you're strange or weird or... And if, if you want to take it to a really negative place, people can think you're creepy, like a creepy weirdo, like if, if people people can judge you that way. And, you know, I've been, you know, not saying that I, I I don't hold the the badge on prejudice, but I think all people that are kind of geek or, or nerds have felt some kind of prejudice, whatever that may be, whatever you're, you know, Whoever you are, you know what. However you you know identify, um, I think there's there's always going to be some kind of form of prejudice out there, um, in some form. But generally, I have such amazing friends um, who love me for all my quirks and all my weirdness, and. And accept that I'm kind of, you know, again, I'm not the easiest person necessarily, maybe to live with. I'm not necessarily the easiest person to, to have in a friend group. But I, but I'm so grateful that, that I'm still, I'm still there, and people care about me. For example, like uh, when Stan Lee died, like a lot of my friends knew I was really into Marvel, and the first, the f- I got out of work, and my phone was on fire. It basically exploded. The amount of messages and things I got when he died because they knew i cared about him loved marvel loved the creations you know again he's not not necessarily a perfect guy i'm not going to go into that but for me he was you know he was always there he was kind of narrated the cartoons you know he would cameo in the movies even the bad ones you know i always thought i always thought i always saw him as kind of like a adopted grandfather sort of thing um but that shows that people care about me and relate to me through the things I relate to and the things I care about. Um be it horror movies, be it cult movies, be it films, be it animated series, you name it, like if if there's something there that we like or or even if we don't necessarily like it, and we can discuss it like I've done on the podcast before. Like we just we will just talk, and you know, I can accept. I'm not one of these people. Who's like you're wrong, you've got an opinion, and I hate it. And you must be a bad person because of that. You know, we're all we're all different. We all have opinions, and there's a lot of you know heated opinions in certain fandoms. Um, there's a lot of kind of toxic fandoms out there, unfortunately. Um, you know, I, I, we've all we've all seen it on Twitter. We've seen it on Facebook. You know, there's toxic people within any, anything when i was a kid you know um i didn't know anybody who was into comics it was definitely looked down upon it was like a weird thing to do like i was never really into football i was never into those the kind of the regular things or the the normal things quote unquote normal being a kind of like i was born in the late 80s 88 and kind of grew up in the 90s so you know I, i i got as part of that big kind of animated kind of superhero cartoon thing so i got kind of into transformers initially then teenage mutant ninja Turtles, he-man but then for me like it really picked up when it was like batman x-men spider-man and you know by the time spider-man had come out i was like right this is all this shit is all this shit is for me like it was made for me it was made for that time my time of my life but you know i wanted a role model i wanted somebody to to look up to someone to aspire to be and i think X-Men especially and Spider-Man especially are characters that are like unwanted or you know looked down upon feared hated for being a bit different than being something other um and i i really gravitated to that and even even Batman to a lesser degree but you know he's a he's a rich white dude but you know what i mean um there's there's something there there's there's something that everybody can can take from that and and relate to. It's not just superhero affair It's not just you know. Um, it's not just you know capes and and battles. It's the personal struggles and and I think within the toxic fandoms we we see a lot of. It's the opposite now. Like for me, I wanted people. I accepted people, and I still do accept people of all different you know, all the differences anybody can have in a person. I will. I'm open to it I'm accepting and as long as you're happy as long as you're mistreating anybody or making anyone feel awful I, you know you're a good person to me we've got no issue the um, no matter of who you are and and what what your differences are to me we should celebrate them but I feel like modern fandom is it's gone the absolute opposite way the toxic, the toxic end of the fandom I think there's good people in all the fandoms um, I can't generalise won't, won't generalise because there's you know you know, I I personally like Last, the Last Jedi. I know a lot of people that don't, um, but the amount of hate that came out about that that film was insane. It was it, it was mental. I was like, it's a, it's it's a popcorn movie. Like at the end of the day, as much as you might know the lore and everything, you know, even the even the lesser Spider Man films, there's something for me to like in them. You know, I'm not gonna like the the fact that people have have gone out of their way like. Um, I think it was Kelly Marie Tran I think she was the star of the film and people were horrifically racist to her and I was just like where where is that coming from like Jesus Christ like it was it was awful it was scary and it's depressing that that, that Paul Kelly's had to leave you know social media because of all the all the hate and you know she's she's an actor end of the day she's been told to she's been hired she's probably like oh my god i'm in a star wars film because like i've been there like i've been in in uncomfortable kind of situations i've i've done uncomfortable things to get roles to be to be in a play to get paid because you know i need to pay my rent i need this job you know there's stuff i've agreed to that i I would definitely not agree to now, but that's just the world, the acting world that you live in. You kind of, you know, whether it's, you know, whether it's being playing a character of a different race or something like that, I don't think we should be looking and hating on the actors, especially not in a racist way. It should be that, it should be that the people that are casting these things and writing these things and producing these things, the studios that are making these big decisions, we should be looking at them, not not at the actors. The actors are literally bottom rung of this ladder. They've got no choice in the matter. They're told what to say, told what to do, told where to stand, and they just have to do it. Like the Spider-Man fandom as well is really toxic at points as well. And and I see it because I'm I'm on Twitter and I see the I see the kind of I, I, I choose the topics you can follow and I follow Spider-Man. And you know, there was one the other week, and it was like this. This shot tells you all you need to know about the MCU Spider-Man. What a load of shit, or something. And it's 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 Spider-Man using the phone at the end of Far From Home. He's using a mobile while he swings. And I'm like, what the fuck does that say about Spider-Man? Like, so every everybody is glued to their fking phone. That's relatable. Spider-Man is relatable. Hence, he uses a mobile phone. You know. I just they were like oh yeah, it's total shit because he uses a phone yeah you know the amazing Spider-Man I I wasn't particularly a fan of his skateboarding sequence but I didn't didn't think it was a complete total shit film because of that one sequence I wasn't that keen on you know there's a lot to like about every Spider-Man movie and, and there always seems to be a battle and even now the, there's arguments of people going Spider-Man um, the new Spider-Man film will not be a multiverse film. Um, it will just be about his identity and he's going to be in on trial and daredevil's gonna be his lawyer and then there's the other ones going no it will be a multiverse film and i'm like who cares we're getting a spider-man film shut up we get we're getting something we might not necessarily and not even not even just a spider-man film we are getting an mcu written driven controlled spider-man film it's not just sony spaffing out another spider-man movie there's a, they've got the direction and there's a reason they want to link it to the Marvel universe. They've just signed a whole new deal for more interconnectivity with Spider-Man and the other characters. They've announced a Kraven movie and you know there's going to be I'm sure there'll be more Venom stuff as well. Um but I just yeah, I just I just don't understand the need to hate on everything. I was saying that like I cover some bad movies in in my podcast sometimes and you know all all you know, I did Twilight. we did we did a secret defenders on Twilight while my friend my friend Lucy came on and she said, "I love Twilight. this is why I love Twilight. And I watch all the films. They're not my bag, but I didn't think I think there was something about them that I did like. I was something I could take away and still enjoy about those films and and that's kind of what it's all about is you know, i'd I'd much rather kind of you know hold the candle than curse the dark sort of thing um i just think there's a there's a lot of that um yeah there is some times where i think i do maybe i go a little too far and i'll go oh this is absolute dog shit and i'm like i'm like yeah maybe maybe i wasn't feeling too great that day but yeah It, it does happen but if you're if it's if it's constantly vitriolic, what's the point? Is it even a fandom? What do you love about it if you hate so much about it? Like, I just, I don't, I'll, I don't understand that, that mentality. And I, again, I don't understand the kind of the, this, I don't understand the, in, the whole incel movement and all this other stuff and this kind of, this, again, it all kind of, like, we should be like going like, let's, you know, sounds cheesy and stuff, but I'm like, you know, so it's all about equality and everyone being treated fairly and and you know taken care of and I just I just think there's a lot of awful people out there and again, and also as well there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of these is a you know what gets you know what grinds my gears here we go here we go you're gonna get it now you're gonna get it um there's there's people that complain about stuff in comic book movies where they don't they haven't read the comic so when 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 civil war came out i had a friend and he said he said i hate the new spider-man we, it, the trailer was only out it was only the trailer and the spider-man reveal so all, all all that reveal was was spider-man jumping on with the shield and him going like hey guys or whatever he says and my friend went i hate him i'm like why he was like He's like, was like, I just hate it, and I'm like, no, just Tell me why. He was like, he's too young, and I went, okay. Spider Man was 15 when he became Spider Man. Peter Parker was 15 years old when he became Spider Man. So it's in the comics. So shut up. And then he was like, he was like, he was like, oh, I don't like. He has web shooters. Guess where they're. Guess where they're from. They were in the comics. So Shut up. You know, it's just all this stuff, and he's like, he's like, oh, but yeah, I I I don't like him like looking up to, I don't like him being an Avenger, and I was like, he's an Avenger in the comic. Shut up, you know, just you can't like, I'm like, it's it's the same with um, there's another one I (laughs) said, I just I just hate social media. I don't hate social media. Um, I I love social media because especially Twitter because I've I found a really nice corner, uh, including you guys as well. Um, of like-minded people, similar ages, similar tastes, um, really supportive, loving, beautiful comic book podcast, um, you know, film community, which is amazing. And and the fact that I'm I'm here alone just shows you how much uh, I am honoured to be on, and how much I love. Uh, all the other all the other podcasts surrounding me and and if I can help them in any way, if I can support them in any way the way they've supported me, um, you know I, I will do as much as I possibly can within my power to do that and and I'm glad even though I see these little things, these little nuggets, um, I still really love social media and I, I love that podcasting can I can touch people and reach people. And I can change their minds. You know, there was a, there was a guy we had on Twitter a while back, um, called, uh, power science, um, who he sadly passed away, um, a few years ago. Um, and what, what happened was, you know, we got to, I didn't, again, never met him, never had a video call or anything, but, um, I was on a podcast called Nerdify for a while. And I used to write articles. Um, about kind of comics I'd recommend. So if there was, I think the I think um, the new Spider Man, the new uh, Home Homecoming was coming out, and I wrote my top five like uh, Vulture stories. Um, and this guy responded to me, and he said, he said, "Oh, I bought it. The number one, I bought it." And I was like, and this and this guy again, I don't know him from Adam. He lives in America. Is this Captain America cosplayer? Cosplayer, um, and he. Took my opinion as 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 gospel. He's like, well, it's it's coming from Dan, so it must be right. It must be it must be the correct. Um, and that, I still think about that today. That that people are even now, like with the podcast, people are going out and trying to find and watch these films, even though they are very difficult to get hold of. A lot of them, um, because they're so obscure and they're a bit old and stuff, and they're not on streaming services. But they are making the effort, you know. And uh, you know, I. However, they find the films; they'll find the films. I don't judge, but I I love that, and I think it's it's such an amazing kind of you know, pardon the pun, but we cast this wide web, and we're all connected in it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so cheesy, so cheesy. But but even the slightest reverberation, even the slightest pull on that web, has massive effects. You know, I've I've had I've had friends on the podcast themselves say. You know, I've been going for a really bad time at the moment. My mental health is poor. Um, it's not It's not great. But coming on your show gave me, you know, I, I didn't realise all that. You know, we'd spoken for two hours. I didn't realise. have spoken for an hour and a half. I didn't realise how quickly that went, how much I enjoyed that, and how much better I feel. It's given me something else to think about. It's inspired me. You know, I've got a few friends that have come on the show and then gone on to make YouTube channels and things like that. So the fact that I can even just a little bit, you know, kind of like, just that little bit of that little nugget of an idea or inspiration or, or, or just a feeling, if I can give that to somebody, if I can put a smile on someone's face, I think I, I honestly think that's probably what I'm here for. That's my meaning in life is to is to make people smile, make people happy in, in some form, whatever that form may be. I will try and do that. Um, my friend Dennis likes to call me a persistent people pleaser because I, I don't want to upset anybody. I don't want to make anybody feel bad. Um, but I also think we kind of all have a responsibility to do that and to try and, you know, if if we can, you know, change someone's life even in a small way, because you you don't know how much one little one little moment, one little smile, one little kind gesture can can change somebody. You know, I I've definitely felt. I still remember things to this day where I'm like, "Wow, I can't believe they did that for me." And they might not—I might not have even told them how much that meant to me. You know, that that one small gesture, um, and and just—you never know. So just just be kind and be nice, especially on social media. Like, there's no there's no reason we have to. There's 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 a culture out there of of, of tearing people down um, as opposed to raising them up. Um, and i I work i work in an office i went i work for i'll just say i work in a call center and it's a it's a large department store that i work for um i won't say who but there we go and there is a culture of 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 even it in there like pulling people down to get to the top as opposed to you know raising people up or you know um but then there's also a sense of this toxic positivity as well which i see more and more of like Oh, we're always positive and nothing's ever negative. And I'm like, no, it's okay to be negative in a constructive way. Just if you're being positive in a toxic way, that's da- that's just as dangerous in my eyes. Um, and I can see that as well on social media sometimes. De- depending on the context, obviously it's a bit more complex than that. Um, but but there can be that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I th- I think I think. I'm I'm very cautious on social media where I go and how I approach reaching out to people reaching out to uh, potential like new listeners or something like that I'm I'm quite again I want to kind of keep in my it's almost like <laughs> I don't again kind of cheesy phrase but my safe space on social media like not that I don't want to you know reach out to people and take chances and be challenged um, but I, I just don't want to go too far off the other edge off the other side and i become i become one of these toxic spider fanboys you know or something i that's not something i'm i'm trying to be um but yeah just just love stuff tell people you love it introduce people to it and i'm sure the world will be a much better place for it that's that's all i'm saying that's my main point i think This is an interesting uh, podcast, actually. I like this because it's not—it's quite—it's quite personal. It's quite, um, you know, it's kind of you get to kind of pour your heart out and, and talk about stuff. So it's this is a bit different to what I usually do. So so this is nice because usually it's all about right. Let's talk about this shit film, um, you know, or or this really good comic book, or, or this really shit comic book, or this really good film. Um, you know, it's 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 nice to kind of to be as as open as this, and I think. I think that's one of my gifts is I kind of wear my emotion and my feelings on my sleeve, um, you know, and for good, for good or ill sometimes, but I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty much, you know, what you see is what you get kind of thing. I, I'm pretty, I'm friendly. I'm open, um, probably too open, probably too honest a lot of the time as well. Um, I tend to get myself in trouble sometimes, you know, uh, with off color jokes or something like that. But, you know, it's, it, I, I, I all, you know, I think we all do. To be honest, we've all done it. We've all said and done, we all said and done the wrong thing, and we've all regretted it almost instantly. Um, you know, you, you always get that. You always get that one memory that comes flooding back to you, like three in the morning. You're like, oh God, that was awful. I can't believe I said that. Oh no. And you know, and he, and, it, and even you do that even in a, with a with a 2021 lens. You're like, oh yeah, that was that that Facebook post didn't age well. I Can't believe I said that. What a bastard I was. Um, and and you would have been right. And I. I I'm like, yeah, he yeah, Sebastian. a bastard. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I was a bastard. Um, but again, you've got to. I think. I think nowadays you've got to kind of accept where we are in the world and the way the world has changed, because um, it has changed quite quite drastically. Um, with you know, in regards to morals, let's, let's call it morals, and and being a good person. The I think what what happened is there's been a shift from so we used to the the quality of your life would probably be judged on how much money you made used to be. Like how good a person you were would be, you know, do you have do you have the family? Do you have the wife? Do you have the good job? Do you have the good house? Do you have the good car? I think now society's moved in a way where it's like how, are you the most moral person you can be? Are, are you a vegan? Um, do, you, do you go to, you know, do you go to pride? Do you do this? You know, I think that the currency has changed um, in the social landscape, um, which I think is good. I think, is, I think this is a good thing. But again, I think with any, with, any, with any movement or with any kind of thing, there's always kind of an extreme end of, of that um you know there's there's going to be people that take it too far always will be like no matter how good something is you know you know hitler was a you know hitler hitler's was a socialist group that you know the nazis were originally just a socialist group you know and then you know further down the line it became more and more extreme and then turned into what it turned into um same with any group any political movement any you know, uh, societal change. I think you get a lot of that. Um, and I think there is, there is a, like, like we said about the Toxic fandom, it's not the whole, the whole group. There is, I think there is a contingent of, um, you know, we'll call it PC culture, um, but there's a contingent where they will just tear you down for anything, like destroy you for anything. Um, and I think, I, I think that's wrong. Personally, I think there's, you know, I mean, in if, if you look in, if you look in Hollywood, we're quite forgiving in, in forms of like stuff people did stuff, you know, if you look at Mel Gibson, some of the stuff he's done and said, um, you know, especially about Jewish people or black people, I'm surprised he is still working personally. Um, however he is, it's, it's been forgiven. He's still, you know, he was in, I think it was daddy daddy's home or da- daddy come home or whatever it's called Two with Will Farrell. And, you know, Mark Wahlberg's not necessarily a nice guy either. You know, he had a, you know, back in the nineties, there was, a, you know, a racial attack. Um, he attacked a black person, I believe, I think, um, you know, Mike Tyson is a convicted rapist, but he's, you know, he's, he's in the kind of, you know, hangover movies, you know, and that was that was interesting as well because they had they had Mike Tyson in Hangover Two where they were supposed to have Mel Gibson in it as well, but they they said oh we don't want Mel we don't want Mel Gibson because of all the stuff he's been saying, but then we're okay with Mike Tyson who is a convicted rapist to be in the film. So yeah, you kind of it swings and roundabouts a bit with that. Um, but I think I think you can't really I think I think. It's a, it's a tough one, and we'll not, you know, I'm not going to solve it here because I'm not that person to solve this this issue. Um, but I think there is there is things where I'm like, do we forgive that, and do we not forgive that? Where's the line? Is it is it how long it's been? You know, is it is you know, because I, I you know, like I said, I've I've posted some you know reprehensible things in my past on Facebook, and I'm like, oh my god, you know, and I'm like. I would never post that now because I've grown, I've changed, I've, I'm, I'm a better person. I think we, like the whole James Gunn situation, really annoyed me. Um, with with you know Marvel just for f- for those those parties where he dressed up and it was like a paedophilic theme, and and he had already apologised for those. Um, this because you got to remember James Gunn came from trauma, and trauma like out to offend everybody all the time, as much as possible. That is the studio that does that. So that's his that's his beginnings. That's where he came from. That's where he kind of that's how he got into Hollywood. Without trauma, he wouldn't be doing Guardians. He wouldn't be doing all the, the suicide squad. He wouldn't be doing those things. So and obviously he's changed drastically as a person. He's drastically changed as a filmmaker, emotionally, you know his family's change, family dynamics have changed for him. And I do I do feel like we can't like if I go in for a job and they find a facebook post i posted 7 years ago and i don't get the job because my facebook post is that fair like cuz i'm not that person anymore i like i'm never i again i'm not i'm not saying necessarily everything is forgivable i'm not saying you know sexual assault is forgivable i'm not saying anything like that i think there's just there's, it's not very clear i think where where that's where we are with that and i think I think even the slightest thing at the moment, the tiniest thing can can get you into trouble, um, you know, no matter what you post. And I, I tend to only really post about, you know, geek stuff anyway. I don't, don't want to get involved in politics. I have a friend who was like, why don't you talk about Israel and Palestine in your podcast? And I went, absolutely not. That is not, one, I don't know enough about it. And I'm I'm not as, uh, as, as well up as I am on politics. I am not anywhere near, it's not what I know. And, you know, they say, write about what you know. I podcast about what I know. I'll talk a little bit about politics, sure. But I'm not about to go you know just it's going to be all about politics the most political i got on my podcast was we are going we did a top 5 worst fictional politicians um you know and and i said we wouldn't get political i still get a little bit political in it but that's as far as i ever want to go in that in that regard yeah and i had a friend actually recently who was um he did a cosplay for the new resident evil game and he plays one of the characters he's a kind of a i think he's a former military guy he's got a hat glasses and a big hammer um and he he had some military kind of um regalia on the costume and somebody somebody messaged him and said um you're cosplaying a nazi because of that military regalia that you're wearing so you must be a nazi you are celebrating nazism and I'm like, and I was like, what? Like, why would you, like, I mean, historically, you know, even if he, even if he is cosplaying a Nazi, it's a cosplay. It's not, it doesn't mean he's politically, he's not going, yay, this is right. You know, he's, he, he is, the character is a villain. It's, it's, it's it's a villain. So it's, it's, you know, I, you know, if, if he made a post about going, you know, Nazism is great. It's the best, um, you know, and then followed it up with a photo. Yeah. And then I'd be like, fine. He's saying he's a Nazi. He's, you know, zig hailing or whatever. But you know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there that, that that get the short end of the stick when really they're just saying, you know, I love Resident Evil. I like this character. I like dressing up as him. There's nothing nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with showing your love for something. Like never be ashamed of that. Never be ashamed of 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 making art or saying that you love a form of art you know there's there shouldn't be that worry or that stress about it it's just is what it is um and i i, I it's just it 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 worries me but i again i, I agree with the movement but then i think again small cont- it, there's always a bad apple in a bunch isn't there so i think there will always be people that will ruin it for everybody else um But the the older I get, the more I see these people, and it and it upsets me, um, genuinely upsets me to see that you know Spider Man, something I love so much, Marvel Universe, something you know I love so much, is is just a a reason for people to just attack other people, you know, it's 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 a weapon now, and I don't like that. I really don't like that Um, to take to take something that's given people so much joy, and then to use it. You know I you know I was bullied as a kid I was you know I've been treated poorly and because I'm a bit you know because I was geeky because I was into comics because i was wasn't really a footballer I wasn't you know wasn't very you know stayed indoors a lot you know the, there is no need to go out and and just attack people for something that they'd like or love you know it's there's no there's no need why what what good does it do you to to attack something that somebody loves?
0: First, there was the DC Comics News Podcast, then came the Spinner Rack, and now, the third show brought to you by the guys that brought you all that other stuff I just mentioned, I Am The Knight, a story about the stories, a show celebrating Batman, the animated series, week by week, episode by episode. Just when you thought it was safe to put on a pair of headphones, I. Am. The Knight. Why hello there. I'm Seth Singleton, and I'm here to tell you about Mad Buck, a Harley Quinn cast. Three, two, one. Harley Quinn? Harley fucking Quinn? What have we learned from this crazy show? Making bat shard repellent relevant since 1966. Oh look, there. And we've gone completely off the rails. I hear the bat signal. Shut up the bat will um, I definitely do not fuck that In need of an adult-sized nemesis. Humans make good fertilizer. You can't fuck with Lois Lane. For fuck's sake. I'm a damn good cop. A lot of lasers. Mmm. Educational and informative. All work and no play makes for a dull way to live, don't you agree? Join me, Adam Ray, and a very special guest each week on the Hostile Takeover, where they and I discuss their favourite game, PC, console, board game or tabletop, whatever they decide, and what we will talk about. Let gaming be the way forward. Working's too much, it's time for a Hostile Takeover, coming soon to a podcast feed near you. Hi, my name's Steve, and I'm here to tell you all about the DC Comics News Podcast. Every week, my friends and I sit down and discuss everything DC. Movies, TV and streaming, comic books, and everything in between. But I'll just take my word for it. Here are a couple of our sponsors. Listen to the DC Comics News Podcast. It's audio justice. (laughs) No, no, no. It's audio chaos. These wackos are crazier than I am. Well, maybe you're both right. Whatever the case, you can find the DC Comics News podcast on every podcast platform. Apple Podcasts. Google Play. Spotify. Stitcher. And everywhere else you find podcasts. So, um, can I go now? Let him go. He did everything you asked.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hello, listeners. This is Tony Farina from DC Comics News and an occasional guest on Comics in Motion. I'm pleased to announce a new show called Indie Comics Spotlight. Each week, my guests and I will be taking a deep dive into a current title or a classic graphic novel from a publisher other than the big two. Consider this show the best of the rest. My hope is that we'll bring new readers to independent comics and give old readers a chance to share their thoughts. Join me each week in the Comics in Motion feed in your favorite podcast catcher.
0: I mean, you are spider death it's quite clear where your flag flies. What is it about Spider-Man that you really sort of attached to at that time that other people were sort of going, oh, what are you into that for? Um, I, th- I, th- I think it was it
1: was to do with, you know, again, it's the relatability of Spider-Man. Like if you've seen Into the Spider-Verse, you know, anybody can wear the mask. You know, it's it's all about who you are as a person and giving you that like spider-man gives peter that ability to be somebody else like i I, you know i got into acting i think i got into acting because i wanted to be somebody else you know i wanted to be like i don't want to be this i I don't like this all of this i i don't like it so i i want to become something I want to turn into something. I want to be a Greek hero. I want to be a Shakespearean, you know, king or something. I I think there was there was a part of me where it was like, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to say self hatred, but I think there was there was something where I'm like I'm not comfortable in my own shoes. Um, you know, I want to I want to be something grander, greater, better cooler sexier you know whatever that may be and i think that spider-man is part of that and i can see his you can see how peter changes when he becomes spider-man he becomes you know more confident you know he gets rid of the glasses he gets rid of the the ill-fitting clothes he becomes this you know you see the rippling muscles you see all that sounds like i'm in love with him now doesn't it um he's you know he he become he becomes greater you know he becomes better, you know he's not the nerdy kid who's bullied he's not the guy who you know he's not the pimple face nerd whose g- girls are turning down left right, and center you know and there's a lot there for me to relate to there was so much of of Spider-Man in my life, like just like again, like the X-Men was that le- was there, and I did relate to a lot of the characters within X-Men as well. But it, it didn't really crystallize with me until until Spider-Man, I think. And you know, you know, being an actor, I've always struggled with money. So and that's something that that Peter Parker always struggles with. Um, you know, jumping from one thing, will I be able to pay the rent? You know, I've got, you know, I want to see my family. I want to do this. I want to do that. Can I balance this? Can I balance this? You know, that's that's the everyday, the life, and and like Spider Man Two, the film Spider Man Two, absolutely kind of typifies. You know, it is is a kind of crystal crystal bullet of what Spider Man is to me, and that he he does it because it's the right thing to do, because it's the best thing to do. He will go after. You know, he he will try his best, and he'll fail. You'll fail, like terrifically fail, a lot of the time, you know, like, and you know, potentially lead to people's deaths. But he never stops. He never gives up. He always, you know, it keeps trying. Um, yeah, and we can learn lessons, and we can become better people. I think that's what it's about: is is just just trying and just trying to be better. And again, like what we've talked about, this whole thing is just be the best version of you that's possible. And that's that's what my friend Dennis says, is like, you know, there's a lot of nice things that we do and we don't expect things back. And we shouldn't, but we're doing it because it's the best thing to do, because it's the right thing to do. There's a really good, um, if you've read Ms. Marvel, the Kamala Khan stuff, um, she's got a really good quote. And she says, um, good is not something you are, it is something you do which i think is quite an inspirational quote really because you know you might not think you're a good person and i think everyone has this am i a good person am i not good am i a bad person am i a bad person because i did this um, But i think that quote for me is is kind of you know it's very much her with great power comes great responsibility it's not it's not about it's not about her it's about the good she can do for everyone else and for her community and for i think she lives in new jersey for new jersey and and the world on on large at large is that's her thing um i think that's important as well i think you know we should always be trying to do that or trying to to again forget about how much money you make forget about what you want you know if i if i you know if i die and you know people remember the kind things i did and who i was to remember who i was and not necessarily what i did but then what i did i want to inform who i am um, so if I, if, you know, I, you know, I might not get, you know, this podcast not, might not make any money. Um, you know, I'd love it if it did the podcast I do. Um, that'd be amazing because I wouldn't have to do other work. Um, that'd be fine. I can, I can chat shit for money. I'll do that. Anything. I'd, you know, I did, I did that in an acting career. It's fine. It's the same thing. Um, but if I, if I, you know, if I've affected people in a positive way, and people remember me for that. In again, can be the smallest thing. You know, I, I feel like I'll have I'll have done something, I'll have accomplished something. Um, you know. As weird as wacky as I am, I'm sure they'll remember all those other things, you know. But if I've if I've accomplished that in my hopefully a long lived life, who knows? I might go for a run tomorrow and have a heart attack. There you go. I hope not. No, I hope not too. I mean <laughs> uh i'd like i'd like to stick around a little longer than that um but but i think if people remember me for for those things when i went out and helped them when i went out and did something for them when i went out of my way you know it cost to myself either time resources money whatever that may be if i've made that effort um at least once you know at least once you know that's that's what I'll be I'll be happy to be remembered for. Um, yeah, forget forget all the potential bad Facebook posts or poor things I've done in my past. Don't judge me on that. Don't judge me on that. Just the other stuff like we talked about. Um, but yeah, I think I think I'd be that'd be a good thing to be remembered for um, as opposed to something like oh wow look how much money he made or what what a great car he had yeah but was he who was he was he a good person did he do things did he you know and i think spending spending time with the people you care about you know be it remotely on you know over zooms or in person or you know over the phone if if you've got that time and you've got the and you've got the emotional energy as well like again don't always you know you can be you're allowed to be selfish as well like you need to be selfish uh, in in life i think to to a degree um, because you know, if you're constantly giving yourself, uh, constantly, 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 then eventually you, you're gonna, your, your battery's gonna die, you're ba- you're just gonna run out. You're not gonna be able to, it's gonna affect your mental health. Um, you know, I've, I've had friends where they have severe mental health issues and I've done a lot for them. Like I've done, you know, I'm, again, I'm not patting myself on the back, but I've gone above and beyond and, um. Uh, and eventually, it kind of there's you know the opposite is you know your mental health kind of flatlines. You're like, oh god, and you need to you need to find a way to kind of balance that. And and you know I think you've got to have boundaries as well um, when people are that dependent on you. Um, I, I did have a job where we were friends, we um, we worked together. She was my boss, and then and then we hung out outside of work as well. And then I think she started getting feelings for me, but it was not reciprocated. But again, that put me in an awkward situation with. And she, you know, I'm supporting her through her mental health problems as well. So that became that. That kind of made me rethink a lot of the kind of boundaries I have in place with with things. Um, and again, I had somebody I was living with somebody as well who suffered from mental health issues. So that was not a good time. That was not great. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah. So so yeah. I think on the whole if if people remember me as a kind generous good person or you know, even not even a good person if they just have at least a moment they remember a moment with me um then i think that's that's me happy you know if they can just remember one one good thing and one good memory if you know no matter what silly shit we might have been doing you know dancing at 3am in the living room you know while downing Sambuca, you know, whatever it may be, you know, as long as there's there's some positive that comes out of it. If it's not, because I, I, I like one of the reasons I left the acting World Cup was because I was getting a bit, uh, I was getting a bit kind of fed up, a little complacent, a little angry, a little a little vitriolic, a little, you know, I was like, oh well, this is rubbish because of this, and, and I could see it affecting like younger actors, and I was I was like I was like I can't do this, I can't negatively impact other people that are so full of life and so hopeful and stuff uh i can't i i I, I, if i'm not happy doing something why am i doing it like if i'm if it doesn't interest me it doesn't intrigue me if i'm not driven by it why am i not doing it so so I, i left that because you know after after 10 years or so i think i gave it a good stab um there's i've met some amazing people through it and done some amazing things and had some amazing experiences and i don't regret the decision i made but I'm glad I'm not doing it at the moment, um, and I have poured all my other creative energy, all the creative energy I have, into the podcast, and and that is, I'm glad I did that because I think I would have gone insane otherwise. Uh, I need I need some outlet for all of all of the, what I am and all this creative energy. If it just bundles up, I'll probably explode in some form. But yeah, I just wanted to do that, and I've really I've really. I think I think I've achieved that. I think I, I'm in a place where I'm I'm comfortable with the podcast. I think I've got some great fans. I've got a Patreon that people are paying towards. Who f-ing knew that would happen? Who who thought people would pay me just to just to talk absolute shite for hours on end? Um, and and I'm I, again I'm blessed because again I didn't I put it out there and I was like no one's going to sign up to this. Not not a single person will sign up to this. Um, and then within within the day 48 hours 24 hours i had all this all the subscribers i have at the moment um again it's, it's not many but i i am absolutely blessed that they give any money you know and i've said if 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 times are hard and you know these guys have got families and stuff and if there's ever an issue you can drop me straight away i have no issue with people dropping it because i'm like you know you've you've at least Try to give me stuff and there's bigger responsibilities than me. I mean, I've got, I've got a job, you know, it's, I'm not, I don't need this money, but it is helpful and it's, it's a good thing. But, um, but yeah, I, I just, it's, it's amazing. And that, and again, me putting that out into the world and and reciprocating it's, it's amazing. It's great, great feeling. Um, but yeah, I think, go back to your original question, um, Spider-Man. Yes. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Proper rambling today. I am rambling, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, but no. I think I think there's there's a bit of Spider Man in everybody, one way one way or another. You know, even if you're not into Spider Man, there's there's something you can see, and I think that's that's why he stood the test of time as a as a as a character. You know, you've got your you know you can there's. I, like for me marvel is will always be the one because i think you know as a as a youngster i would see myself as you know again I, like i said I, I thought myself as not quite right not a bit lesser you know i'm not wasn't good at sports wasn't necessarily that intelligent wasn't that good at you know you know schoolwork and what have you um so i would always relate to the, the the ones that were like you know the thing is like this you know ugly thing and you know you know the Hulk has these anger issues and lashes out, and doesn't mean to hurt anybody, but does. You know, I, I always relate to the Marvel characters more than the the DC characters. As much as I love the DC characters, um, there's something more human about the monsters being heroes than these kind of archetypical kind of golden god types uh, trying to be human. I don't think that's as interesting um, as as a an idea. Um, myself um i i have always loved the soap opera and the realism um because like stanley again go back to stanley he kind of introduced all that we didn't really have that before necessarily or other than you know Lois lane trying to trick superman into marrying her you know we didn't really have anything else really other than that um so i think that's why they, the marvel characters work and why they stand the test of time as well um, because of that relatability there's something about in you know even you know even the most remote marvel character you'll find something to identify with um, and I think spider-man is the most identifiable and that's why he's the most well known you know you've got top three you know all over the world these logos are known even if you don't know you know whatever language you speak Batman Superman and spider-man those logos those em- those emblems are everybody knows what they mean you know it's like seeing it's like seeing the the cross or the star of david everybody knows what those mean they're they're important and they're they're legendary and again the there are modern you know mythology our modern gods um you know that is what they are and that's the importance and the power they have to to change people you know great power great responsibility will will always have you know even if they don't say in every bloody movie um will always have power it will literally have power and people will go yeah i have even if it's not great power you have everyone has some form of power everybody has some ability to do something good or to do something for somebody else um and i think that's always an important message and i think that is spider-man you know if you you know again that that saying is almost universal now everyone knows that you know more than you know i am batman i'm the night i am vengeance you know or anything like that like that is it makes you think It makes you think about who you are what you do you know, and and what you what you put out into the world, the positivity or the negativity you put out into the world, will, you know, it's kind of like it's almost it's almost almost karmic, I guess. But I kind of sort of do believe in that that uh, you know, eventually, the good. I bloody hope so, because I'm I'm waiting on my good to come back to me. Uh, <laughs> um, I I think it sh- it will come back to you in in some form. Um, and again, you know, not might not necessarily be, you know. Uh, romantically, financially, um, career-wise, or anything like that, but maybe you'll have the most amazing group of friends like I do, um, you know, online or in person, you know, it's all good stuff.
0: So, obviously, you've got this great group of friends around you and you've surrounded yourself in this bubble. And you say, obviously the logos everyone can recognise them, and even the saying, but there's there is still this sort of looking down on it. Do people maybe in your work life, if they find out that you're maybe a bit of a geek and you like things in geek culture, do they start? Do they look at you differently because of it? Do you think? Um, I think before the Marvel movies started coming
1: out, the MCU movies, I think it was kind of especially growing up in the 80s and 90s it was very much a kind of black mark because you, you were like what is this what's this thing you're doing and it, i think even now like comic books still really aren't being read like we're all seeing the movies we're all playing the video games but nobody actually reads comics that's the annoying thing is that very little you know even digital comics are not really being as as, as selling as well as that um i think i think when the Marvel movies came out, I felt like I was, it was almost like I was King of the Castle for a little bit. Like when the Avengers came out and Thanos turns to the camera, but we don't know who he is. He doesn't say his name. There's no, there's no, and I was just felt like, I was like, oh shit. And like, people are like, what, 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 what? I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that is. And I'm like, let's get outside and I'll tell you the whole story. Um, And I, I wish Marvel did more teases like that because it makes me feel like, like I've got some actual important information in my brain that I can actually use. Um, so yeah, I, I, always loved that. I thought it was an amazing kind of tease. Um, but yeah, I, I think that, I think maybe, I think maybe more romantically, I think I've noticed people, you know, I, I, I had a girlfriend once who said that she thought I might be on the autistic spectrum, um, which I, I took a little personally, um, at the time, um, maybe maybe i am like I, I you know i possibly have a lot of those kind of uh the signs but i don't i don't think i was ever tested for anything like that um but you know i think everyone's somewhere on the spectrum aren't they technically um so uh yeah i was a little offended by that but that was you know that was back in the day quite quite some time ago uh, she was not particularly that nice to me uh fairly cold but anyway um Yeah, I've I've noticed probably more when you know, you you know, when you kind of you're you're dating someone or you're 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 trying to to get with someone, and you kind of you've got to kind of hide the crazy a little bit. You've got to you've got to not just let it all out like you know oh by the way and this and this and this and this it here's all the awful things about me you know all here's all the you know the troubling things you know I'm on medication you know I've got a I've got a bad back I've got a you know I, I don't have any money I've, I'm on job seekers you know all this all the kind of like not dark secrets but things you might not lead with in in, in the first conversation I would. Honestly, not always lead with. I am into comics. I am into Marvel. I am into DC. Uh, I like animated series. I like anime. You know, it's, there's, there is still, there is definitely still a stereotype for that. Um, and I think, I think like the the toxic fandoms we were talking about earlier. I think those are now that stereotype, and that is still there. Uh, there is a negative view on that. Like, I think the term nerd or geek has become more accepted as you know. Um I think jacks was saying on your podcast actually was that it's just about, you know, you're a geek of something, it's just that you really love something, that you really like that thing. And and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, whatever that may be, if it's train spotting, you know, cross stitching, you name it, go go and enjoy it. Um, don't let anybody else stop you. Um but yeah, I, I would not always go with, you know this is this is uh, the same with same with the acting as well actually because there's a stereotype with that because if you say you're an actor they go well you're not going to make any money are you okay right so you don't want to be with me Fair, fair enough so i i find that more yeah i find there's more problems uh in a romantic sense than in a friendship sense people you know like okay Bit weird, but you know, I, I, we're still we're, there's still common ground, or there's still something we can relate to. Be it you know, be it our careers, be it something, be it you know, friends, or you know, nights out, whatever, whatever it may be, there'll there'll be something. But I, yeah, I, I think romantically, I'm a bit more guarded about certain things like that. But. Um, but it it depends like i've met i've i've gone out with people i've met in uh, com- uh, comic cons uh, we've started i've started relationships with there so that was always kind of at the forefront anyway um so i was kind of like oh that's kind of freeing but then that was great we had lots in common but we, there was just no sparks which was annoying <laughs> and we also live really close we live really close as well so i was like oh amazing i don't have to travel don't have to do another long distance relationship amazing but just as it z- just a zero spark unfortunately um but yeah, I, th- I think I think there probably will always be that stereotype. I, you know, I think I think there's a lot of cultures um, that there is still stereotypes in. You know, um, yeah, you know, look at look at Pride as well. Like, uh, you know, obviously the Pride flag is it's a big rainbow, very colourful, um, and there's lots of camp there. But a lot of the, a lot of the gay people I know are like goths. You know, like the complete opposite of like a, a rainbow flag. Um, and you know, and there's there's obviously like the idea of like. Companies trying to kind of profit off that kind of image and things, um, and you know, making poor decisions like you know making sandwiches and things, you know, based on pride. Um, but but yeah, it's I think there will always be stereotypes with yeah. with any culture, unfortunately. Um, you know, and and sometimes, unfortunately, they do come from like a somewhat true or real place, even if even if they are troubling stereotypes. There's there's probably tiny tiny minuscule bit of truth in them um and you know i've i've met i've met geeks who who you know even i've gone like i'm geeky but that's another level of geeky even for even for me you know they're a bit full-on or a bit much even for me and that and people think i'm a bit much so you know if i took one of my friends who thinks i'm a bit much to a comic-con and we met somebody who is who was who was more geeky than i was it was like you know on insane levels of geek god god tier level of geekiness like knew everything and could quote it all and has a you know computer-like memory you know they would i would I, love to see their reaction just see what their they see or you know how they feel um but often i've been often i've been the person to introduce things to people like um my friend Scott, who's been on the show a few times, he's quite he's fairly quiet and reserved. Um, and I said, hey, man, do you want to go see this new movie called Iron Man? It's based on a comic book character I really like. Um, Scott Robert Downey Jr. in, who's all, all, always been quite a good actor, regardless of his issues and his problems. Why don't we... Why don't we go view it? And from then on, he became like a lifelong Marvel fan, MCU fan. He read comics. He'd never read comics before, you know, um, you know, I completely kind of turned him around, you know, he doesn't like every single MCU movie, but you know, he's, he'll go and see him, he'll go and see it, you know, um. And that's a lot of my friends. Kind of when they started coming out, they would ask questions, and they still do to this day. They will still ask me stuff, and and I I'm not as on top of the modern Marvel universe as I used to be, um, but I, I know the basis for most of the characters, or I know they exist, or I know I know their origin story to a degree, or something like that. I'll have some nugget of information to pass on, even even if it's if it's a mild one, um, but yeah, I think the. Unfortunately, there'll always be negative and positive stereotypes and I think every culture kind of has to deal with that in some way i I don't think there's a kind of a fix for it um again it's, it's not something we can you know we can resolve and on a podcast ourselves but um i've i yeah i've i've had I've had some I, I think I, I I struggle myself like I'm I'm not into like football culture um I, all the all the stuff I see from football culture is quite negative to me uh it doesn't really interest me um you know but you know fair play to them you know if you like it you like it but I'm I'm not going to go out of my way to kind of get myself stuck into that I'm just going to I'm just going to you know stand over here while you go and enjoy that. But then there's, you know, I, I, yeah, it's it's definitely not my bag. And I've had a lot of negative experiences. I've had experiences on the tram when I've said, when someone's singing, being belligerent and drunk and intimidating women and children on the tram. And they're trying to get me to sing along with them and, and do stuff. And I go, I'm, I'm not into football. And they start going mental and being like, how can you not be into football? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, I'm like, mate. I just want to get on. I just I'm going to put my headphones on. I just I just want to get home. I've got you know, enjoy yourself over there. You know, I do think you're being too loud. I do think you're being belligerent. I do think you're being aggressive. But I just I just you know, it's not it's not my world to to get involved in. Um, and I'm not going to criticise you for loving because he's probably a nice guy. He's probably just having a bad day, or you know, he's had a he's had a few too many. So I'm not going to hold it against him. Um, but yeah, it does. It does happen. And I think. I think the the like we said before, there's always there's always a bad apple in a bunch. So there's always going to be somebody who's going to ruin it for everybody. So I I think there probably are those very geeky people out there. Um, you know, and sometimes probably not even. Not even with them being aware that they're doing it, they might alienate people or put people off things. Um, I might have done it myself, you know. I, I don't know. There's there's been people I've met and stuff, or I've talked about something, and they they might be like they might be like, "Oh God, I hate it down. I'm never going to touch whatever you mentioned. I'm never going to watch that bad film or anything like that." You know, it, it happens, and and there's a lot of uh, yeah, it's just it's it's one of those things. But I I think there is. I think we are more open to the idea of of geekdom and fandom. Um you know, like like anime is one that I don't really understand as as well as some people, because like people seem to be young people seem to be more into anime and that kind of uh those forms of comic books and those forms of animation. Um I dip my wa- I dip my toe in the water every so often and, and I lo- and there's stuff that I stuff in anime I really like, but there's a lot of it I'm like nah it's too long it's too complicated or it's too much or it's not my the style of anime that i like again nothing wrong with that that's great i can have my opinion i can i can again keep in my little my little pool of anime and dip that in you know i've got friends that recommend stuff to me stuff i i go you know what that was actually really good um but there are there are yeah areas that i would never delve into um, but I, I think as long, like I said before, as long as we're trying to put the best out into the world, be positive, be good, um, that hopefully we could we can lessen those kind of more negative views. Um, but the, the thing is, the the negative news and the negative responses and the negative image is is always the one that's going to catch people's eye, as opposed to a good, you know, good news story. Um, but I think the 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 more positive spin we can put on it as a as a collective i mean it's our responsibility as a fandom as a group of geeks and nerds if we can put positive vibes into the world then hopefully that will kind of cover up the not so nice parts of the fandom as well i think we should be more open and understanding and welcoming of of ideas of different ways of thinking, different ways of being, behaving um, because and and having empathy, I think empathy is very important to have um, just in general, I think you have to find some way of going, you know, oh, what if that happened to me? Oh, yeah, I feel awful. it still it still boggles the mind to me that you have to keep teach children empathy like, like for me i've always felt like oh I, I have this 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 you know moral compass that's always guiding me i know what's right and what's wrong or what i feel is right and wrong but that was only because my parents taught that to me or they instilled that in me early on because otherwise i'd be a selfish little brat um, you know so it, it blows my mind that you have to teach something like that when i i always just thought that's surely that's an internalized thing surely that's just natural but but there's a lot of people out there probably weren't taught that way weren't you know developed as a child that way um and that probably is part of the problem but i think i think the people that don't know geeks just need to be open understanding kind like again we never know what someone's going through we never know what um You know a lot of people don't know i have learning difficulties it's not something i shout about but it is part of who i am it's part of my life and it it causes me some trouble sometimes um but i think you you have to be aware that anybody could anything could be happening to anybody at any moment and they might not even know about it you know or it possibly could get a lot a lot worse so be nice be polite be kind uh, be open to new ideas be open to new experiences be open to um new media you know be it a comic be it a you know there's so many different viewpoints and i i try and read as much kind of comic wise i try and be as varied as possible with what i watch you know and s- same with my films as well i like to be kind of challenged and you know have preconceptions smashed for me um you know look look at stuff like i I was reading i was reading swamp thing not so long ago and they and they started talking about swamp thing as a as a kind of a transgender character not even transgender a transhuman character Uh, and um and I, i thought that was fascinating i was like oh my god i've never seen swamp thing in that light i've never even considered that idea um that he could be it doesn't gender doesn't matter because he's a plant it doesn't matter to him um so he can be trans transhuman transgender whatever and i thought that was that was such a light bulb moment for me um again it's you know it's a few lines in a comic book but it i was like oh my god my perspective as been totally changed just by those few bits of dialogue. I'm like, oh my god, I've never, I've never interpreted the character that way. I've never seen the character in that way. Um, but now, I, now I can almost not stop thinking about that uh, and the and the story possibilities and the and the ways to engage with the audience and and tell like a different story to tell a new type of Swamp Thing story um, that has never been told before. And and again, just that's it. Just be open to that, and it can totally change your life or the way you view things um, for the better, for the positive. Um, Obviously, there's, you know, be aware of certain people will try and manipulate, you know, honest. You know, there's a a lot of people out there that are naive and open to, to things, and they can be manipulated. But I think as long as you're open, you can be open and still be guarded, you can be open and still be responsible. Um, I'm not saying, you know, again, get the cult leaders in and like, oh, yeah, I love this idea. Yeah, what's this? The Church of Charlie Manson. Yeah, I love this idea. You know, know, there's, there's opportunities where you can do that and there's opportunities where you shouldn't. But I think as long as we're all guarded and wary to a degree, like not so that we're closed off, that we are... We are able to have those experiences, enjoy those experiences, because even the negative experiences will teach you something or will, you know, they've informed who you are. You know, you know, when my ex-girlfriend said I might be autistic, you know, it's not wasn't one of the happiest moments of my life, but it changed our dynamic, our relationship. It changed the way I thought about myself, changed the way I saw my you know, learn difficulties and who I am and the way my brain works. Um, and again, that's not necessarily a bad thing to think about. But it's it's definitely it's you've you've just got to be open. I think that's that's the main takeaway of this entire conversation. Just 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 be open to everything with within reason be open to everything um and be accepting of of everybody um because again they could the, you don't know who's going to come into your life you don't know who's going to change it you don't know who you will become because of that um so be open to everything that's what i say.
0: from Dan on his podcast Spider Dan and the Secret Boars You can contact Dan on Twitter at Dan on Facebook at Secret or on Instagram Spider Dan Secret Boars You can find more information at Spider Dan and the Secret All links available in the show notes Geek is a Super Dummy production for Fantastic Universes. Find out more at fantasticuniverses.com and superdummy.co.uk/geek. You can contact the show on Twitter at Era of geek, or by email, geek at superdummy.co.uk. You can support the show and Fantastic Universes by joining our Patreon, patreon.com slash Fantastic Universes.
1: Uh, I don't know if I've sounded a bit like a cult leader on this or something. I feel like I'm... my new cult, the uh, the Church, Church of the Spider, it's going to be called. Um no uh no honestly not 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 interested in that but i am just 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 be that's that's my that's my message just be good to people be good to each other be good to yourself just be good be good that's 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 what i'll say